Hello and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 279 for Patch 6.2. Our topic for this episode is Dark Moon in a Day. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface, and I play a goblin hunter. And this is Root. I play a goblin warlock. We are a podcast covering the world of Warcraft universe. Coming up here in episode number 279 of HearthCast, we're going to let you know all about the must-see attractions at the Dark Moon Fair. If you're planning on visiting Orlando, Florida in the near future, then hey, please let us know. And hey, Blizz, don't be forcing no buffs on me that I don't be wanting. Be... Be. Hey, B-Freck. <laughs> How be your week in the B-Universe of the B-World of Warcraft, B? Uh, it be good. It be good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely a lot quieter than it had been. Partly because I'm still pretty mad about not getting my trading post. Oh, yeah. Um, that achievement, right? That achievement. Yeah. That I need to get my level 3 trading post for the 10%. Buff to XP, so if it doesn't resolve itself soon by some patch, I'm going to put in a ticket and see what they can't do, because there's really no reason why they shouldn't just be able to flip the switch. I mean, I'm not a technical person, but it's not like, you know, dungeon where it's an event. It has been putting a damper on my gameplay, obviously I mentioned last week, and um, and I kind of fell into a hole on Saturday and Sunday to kind of get myself out of it. The no sleep subreddit. <laughs> yeah, frack. Look, I know behind the times. Do we need to have an intervention? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> a Reddit intervention? Already? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think there's a subreddit for Reddit interventions. <laughs> I'm sure there are. Uh, but at the very least, what I have been doing in WoW is garrison chores and my menagerie pet quests on three characters. Oh, okay. We got your little pin there where they have the pet that you're going to fight each day. It's the same in all your tunes. So uh, if you okay. figure out the right configuration for one, and it works then you, in all of them, exactly. Sure. So you just keep the team there and heal them up and log over. So it's pretty easy. And then there's like an extra pet day that you can do. Like they visit some people's garrisons. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that because I get them every once in a while. I was wondering if you if I should advertise that or not. You can, especially since there are people who are looking to do that. Uh, you only can do it once per account. Uh, per, oh, okay, per day, per, day per account. Gotcha. But yes, yeah, it's, it's one of those visiting things. So there's always people looking for that uh, pet quest giver if you have her. Yeah. It's okay. Kura on the Horde side. I'm not sure yeah. what it is on the Alliance side. Or yeah. I forgot. So how about you? How's been your week? How's been my how's week? How's been your week? <laughs> <laughs> it's a staple now. Yes. <laughs> it's been good, actually. I um, swapped out some of my garrison buildings. Got tired of what I had. Basically, wasn't okay. using some of them anymore. So... Um, I threw in a trading post. It's only level two, and I'm not worried okay. about level three right now. All right. You will be. And I actually uh, threw in the stables. Stables? Yeah. Right before we get flying. <laughs> That's what everybody <laughs> says. You waited too long. I'm like, I still get the, the benefit of it now. It's fun, though. Have you been enjoying doing the dailies? I don't know if I'd say enjoying, Yeah, but, but I'm doing them. Are you uh, taming or fighting or doing a little bit of both? A little bit of both. Yeah. Um, the fighting is like super easy right now because right. you know, I'm out-leveled it. Uh, the taming, that was interesting. So the first day I had someone put over there by Frostfire Ridge. Real simple to do. Next time I went out, I've only had him here for a couple days. Next time I went out, I had to go to Shadow Moon Valley. And I hate 
hate hate going to Shadow Moon Valley. As a horde, it's very irritating to get to. Well, so as it should be. <laughs> well, here's the thing. So I give her a Shadow Moon, I take the flight point, go to Shadow Moon Valley. I'm like, okay, where is this dude? He's going to be somewhere over there. All right, so I use Aviana's feather, flying over there. I'm like, all right, cool. I did, you know, find out where he was. I'm like, all right, cool. Lasso the dude. It's like a, a silver or something. I don't know, like an antelope. Oh, the Talbuk? Yeah, it was yeah. like a silver steed or something. I forget. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, got that dude. All right, cool. Got him. And then I was just like running around and I saw this little uh, uh, treasure thing on the map. And I was like, oh, I'll go pick up some treasure because it's garrison resources and I'm wanting to get more garrison resources because of my trading post. So I go over there and I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of people. I, how am I going to get? Wait, those people aren't aren't hostile towards me. They're a flight master here. What is this place? It's like Exiles Point or something like that in the middle of Shadow Moon Valley, which gives the Horde another flight point in the middle of Shadow Moon Valley that I didn't know about. I'm sorry. I didn't realize I didn't know that about, about that place. No. It's I've, still a pain. I've been going the one way on the edge and, it's like, uh, and, and then feathering up. <laughs> you know, like this is the most annoying, you know, or, or, you know, climbing over a bunch of mountains and jumping down and trying not to. I didn't know about the other flight point. Yeah. So it was like, I mean, here we are almost, almost, you know, over halfway done with the expansion, almost in the last quarter of the expansion, and I just find this flight point. It makes me wish that that had, you know, wasn't there like a thing where you got all the flight points one, and it was like a bug, and they went, oh, we yeah. don't need to do it, but I said, like, that was cool. Uh, well, it wasn't necessarily all of them, it was basically one ahead of what you had, I think. I just think that it should, I've always had an issue with the flight points. Yeah. It's not like you're going to go to a cab in New York City, and the guy goes, sorry, I don't know how to get there. I know, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <You know? laughs> It's like, well, I know it's, I know it's over. In this case, I didn't even know the thing was there, but the, 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 you know, the flight master should know. Yeah, they should know. Why they, why they holding back? I don't know. They I'm gonna rip you off. Yeah. Or no, they don't want your money. It's just making sense. Yeah. 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 Anyhow. Anyway. Small, you know. <laughs> uh, but you know, I found it, so I'm, I'm happy with that. Other than that, just you know, keeping the status quo, doing my garrison chores. I loved how you said chores because I always call them like dailies, and not really dailies. They're chores. So uh, getting all my Tanan jungle daily quests done, killing and more chores there because you had to get the champions right in hopes to get something besides oil. I think I've only ever killed like two champions. I kill all four every day. Oh really? Oh yeah, you have to. There's chance of a mount. There's yeah. chance of oil. And here's the thing: like the other day, I got like you know the RNG gods are smiling upon root, and I got off of every rare that day my medallion. Of the Legion, which gives you that 1,000 uh, XP bonus on all uh, Draenor rep. Nice. Which I don't need, but they sell for 6K a piece. So, right. auction house those bad boys. Well, what do you mean you don't need? Are you exalted already? No, but I really you don't. You still want them. I don't care to be. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so yeah. much more time in this game's life for me to come back and work. Okay, here's what's going to happen. The next expansion that comes out, we're going to be, you know, we'll, we'll fight stuff through there. It's going to be crazy. There's going to be a lull. I'm going to come back at level 110 and just face through all this stuff and get my exalted stuff and go get the, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and not worry about it. So anyhow, gotcha. I put all four of those medallions up on the auction house in one day. That in a combination of some uh, uh, ore that I put up. No, I don't, yeah, ore and some other stuff. There's some ore and there was some frostweed. I had over a 40,000 gold day. Nice. Yeah, that was. I was like, hey, that's, that's all right. It's <laughs> <That's> okay <laughs> for a day in the auction house. <laughs> you know? So that that was cool. I like that. 
Um, but yeah, other than that, just you know, keeping up, keeping up. My my raid team fell apart. I think I oh. mentioned that. I don't know if yeah. I did. So I'm looking just I'm doing the LFR, but I I want I want to step it up. I want to at least do some flex. So I'm kind of looking for a flex team now. Horde for side. normal mode. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, you know, I don't need the crazy. I don't need the mythic. I don't need to be pressing world first or, you know, I don't care if I wipe 20 times a night. As long as we're, you know, not wiping the stupidity, I'm, I'm good. So I'll find one. I'll be over an open raid looking for some, some nice, you know, flex raid groups. And we will go from there. Coming up next in general chat, Dark Moon in a Day. We love the Dark Moon Fair. And there is a ton of content to do, with lots of stuff to collect. But sometimes we get bogged down by all the stuff there is to do, and don't want to come back every day for a week. So if you want a basic guide for getting the most important stuff done, then for you, we have Dark Moon in a Day. Now before you go to the fair, before you even get there, before you go, you gotta load up on stuff to save yourself a trip. Because they will be profession quests that will require certain items. Okay. Okay. So just a quick run through. If you have cooking at all, make sure you have five simple flour in your bag. If you're an alchemist, have five fizzy fair drinks and five moonberry juice. If you're a leather worker, have ten shiny baubles, five coarse thread, five blue dye. If you're a tailor, have one coarse thread, one red dye, one blue dye. If you're an inscriptionist, have five light parchment paper. If you have archaeology, have 15 fossil fragments in your archaeology journal. Also, if you're on a new tune that hasn't been before, make sure you pick up the breadcrumb quest from any capital city. Because that will give you five free tickets. All right. Okay, so you got your supplies. Now you go to the fair. One of the things you want to make sure you get done is the profession quest. Um, these are the yellow exclamation points. They're scattered throughout. There is one for each profession, including primary and secondary. They can only be completed once per fair, and they are all done in the grounds. So assuming that you have brought all your stuff with you, you don't have to leave to do any of these profession quests. You can't buy the stuff there. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. Got it. And just as a side note, you can get 20 tickets by doing two primary and four secondary of these quests. Now, the base of the fair is the games. Now, we could talk about saving up tickets to buy toys, pets, mounts, and cosmetic items from the vendors. If you wanted to do that, you'd probably want to play all the games every day on as many tunes as you could stand to. Um, But since we're going to focus on what you can get done in one day, we're only going to cover a few of these games. And also as a side note, you will get the Darkman Prize once a day, but with the tokens, you can play as much as you want. What is a Darkman Prize? Um, it's a container that typically has a ticket in it, okay. at, at the bare minimum. Sometimes it'll have, um, if you've seen those uh, items that you can put on the ground, like the little... Uh, the rocking horse? Yeah, the rocking horse yeah, type thing. whatever things. it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so going through the games where you can get stuff done in a day. There is a fairly new game called the Firebirds Challenge. Uh, It doesn't have a booth like the other one. It's just got this female goblin kind of standing outside. And you talk to her and she flies you into the air. So once you're in the air, you'll see that there are cloud rings all over the place. Okay. Okay, so you fly toward the cloud ring. And when you go through it, it'll give you a buff called Wings of Flame. Now you have 10 seconds to find another ring. 
If you don't find another ring, you fall, the game's over. Oh, not good. If you do find one, it resets that timer and you just keep going. Ten more seconds. You right. Yeah. right. Extended time. Okay. So the goal is to find an efficient path and go through as many rings as possible without running out. Um, because once you go through a ring, you can't go through it again, okay. obviously. Um, so once you have 50 stacks, uh, you are awarded with a toy called Blazing Wings, uh, which gives you wings of flame. Randomly or just... No, it's on use. It's a 30-minute cooldown. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sorry. It awards you with a toy for your toy box called Blazing Uh, Wings. Okay, that makes more sense. So you activate the toy, the toy box, and you get rings. Right. Blazing Wings. Blazing Wings. Yes, you do. Does it make you faster? Can you fly? I'm assuming it launches you into the air. I don't have this yet. Ah. I've gotten 25 stacks, and um, one day I was kind of going through it, and... I need to sit down and do a little bit more. Mm. On it, so, what you mean is you need to go hit Wowhead and see what the pattern is. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, there's a YouTube video out there, yeah. and uh, you could just read the or watch the YouTube video. Yep, you kids read YouTube videos. I know what you do. <laughs> the game, the turtle toss. Have you seen the lady barking out like, "Hey, see if you can throw a ring on a slow moving turtle." That would require me to read text while I'm in the dark. Oh, rooms. true. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen a booth where there's a turtle and he just kind of wanders around? That required me to pay attention to things <laughs> in the dark. But yeah, I think okay. I know well, what there's there's about. a booth where you throw rings in a turtle. It's very deceptive because they say a slow moving turtle, it's and apparently slow, it takes you like ten seconds to throw your ring, and the dude uh, like scurries off like when you're in mid throw. It's very annoying. Turtles. Yeah. And during six point one, they uh they increase the amount of possible directions he can go into, so they basically made it harder. Because I was really derping out last time I tried to do it. I was like, why is this so hard all of a sudden? Uh, basically, you get 10 chances uh, per game to hit this turtle with the ring. Uh, you only need three to complete the quest. But if you get all 10 rings in one go, you will get the toy that is called Darkmoon Ring Flinger, which just says, unleash an explosion of rings. So that again is the game that you can just sit there and practice until you do it well enough if you so desire. It costs tickets to play though, right? It costs tickets right. to play. Um, I'm sorry, it, it costs uh, tokens to play. Oh. Yeah, I want to differentiate because tickets are rewards. Tokens you can buy for silver. Okay, I Pretty cheap. You. Now have you played the Tonk game? I have played the Tonk game. Okay, I have played the Tonk game where you're controlling a... A tonk, and there's uh, targets that you can hit, and there's also NPC tonks that will chase you. Mm-hmm. I like it because it reminds me of like the RC car games at theme parks. Yeah, so I yeah, like it's a lot that. of fun. If you get 45 points in one game, you will get a toy called the Dark Moon Tonk Controller, uh, which basically you can pull out your crash and thrash and tonk, drive it around, drive it around, yeah. um, shoot things. Same interface, I'm assuming as. Uh, uh, as the one in the Darkman Fair and also the toys that you've gotten for Christmas in the years past. Yeah. Yeah. Like, some, like we said in the last episode, I, I want some of those toys in the store. So, Oh, yes, definitely. All right. In the Whack-A-Nole game. I am a pro at the Whack-A-Mole game IRL. The Whack-A-Nole one's a little harder because you got to run around. Oh. Yeah. Because okay. they got the nine barrels. Right. And they will either have a Nole, Hogger... Or a baby. If you hit the baby, you get stunned. <laughs> it's a timed game, so that's not good. That's not good. What happens if you hit Hogger? 
Uh, you get extra points. Okay. I think it's like five times as many points. Neato. So if you do really well at the whack-a-mole game, you get 45 points in one game. You get a pet called Hogs. That's automatically awarded to you with that achievement. Now, one thing that was added fairly recently um, is the racing game. I didn't actually notice it when I was doing uh, the cannon game, which we didn't talk about because there's nothing really that you can get from doing the cannon game other than tickets. Right. I've done that one, though. You shoot your cross. you got to land on the platform out in the water. Right. Yeah. But now if you land in the water and then you start to walk back to the cannon game without using the teleport thing, you'll all of a sudden find yourself in the racing one. Oops. And yeah, it's it's really odd and kind of confusing. I kind of wish they'd rope it off a little better. But the racing game is really neat. It is a timed race course, and there are objects all around that either help you or act as obstacles. Mm. And as you're going, there is a toll that rings um, on a timed interval. So your goal is to finish the race within as few tolls as possible. Yeah, I gotcha. And you can get all kinds of things from this game. You can get achievements, pets, toys, and helpful items for completing the race within 20 and 11 tolls for each of the four mounts. So there is a ton of stuff you can do with this racing games. You said four mounts. So are there mounts you have to choose to fly with in this thing? Or well, you're not flying. But yeah, when you, when you race, you basically you pick a mount to hop onto. Okay. And... Um, are they random or are they just always the same four ones? They're always the same four okay. ones. They're like kind of sitting there and you just go and hop on one and it becomes like a vehicle. Gotcha. So if you want to get all the achievements, you have to keep running the races on four different Four different ones. Four different sure. Okay, makes sense. And again, you can race as many times as you want in a day. I believe it uh, costs a token for each race. Yeah, so if you miss it in practice, yeah, yeah, just make sure you have those loaded up. And I kind of threw the pet battles um, into this, even though it's not really a game. But they're listed as dailies. There's two battle pet tamers. There's Jeremy Von Fiesel. When you defeat him, he gives you a prize that might contain the pet Dark Moon Eye. Mm. And then he has his brother there now, which is kind of a newer addition. Uh, Christopher Von Fiesel, who has a prize that might contain the pet Sid the Squid. Cool. What is Sid the Squid? He's a squid. Oh, I know. He's a pet squid. I know. <laughs> So I mentioned this because it's not a guaranteed thing, but if you are in the Darkman Fair for a day and you do have good enough pet battles, then mind you, these are level 25 and you do kind of have to um, pick the specific classes to counter these different matches. So if you're fairly new to pet battles, it's probably not worth your time. But if your experience is worth it, just to give it a shot and see if you get those pets. Another new thing that was added to the Dark Moon Fair is a fish called the Dark Moon Dagger Mall. Now, this fish is actually used as currency for a lot of new stuff. Okay. There is two pets, one called Blorp. <laughs> All right. One is a ghost shell crab. There's also a toy called the Seafarer Side Whistle. And there's three new recipes. All right, so the last time I was actually fishing in a Dark Moon Fair is when you got the pet fishy i think it was right that was um cataclysm yeah that was cataclysm that was pretty much the launch of dark moon fair right <laughs> or, or at least there on the island anyway. yeah moved to the um, island 
Yeah. Okay. So just letting you know, that's when I was there fishing. That's when they were fishing. Yeah. All right. So and I got it on like my first cast. I'm like, okay, that was easy. And I thought that that was just one of those things that you just automatically got. Oh no. I mean, it wasn't a super rare drop. I think it's, I think everyone mostly has if you spend any amount of time trying right. to get it. But I thought it was just instant. Other people like no, waited like instant. a week and they're like, what do you mean you got it? I'm like, it's just fish, right? You just cast and get it, right? They're like, no. <laughs> oh, well, I did. Sorry. Yeah. Well, these items are things that just if you want to sit down for a few hours and just fish until you have all the fish you want to buy everything from the vendor, you can. Netflix. Netflix. Exactly. Netflix and fishing. There's also a toy called the Ring of Broken Promises. Oh, so this is something if you don't have, um, if you're there for Dark Moon for a day, you can just go over and get it. Okay. Um, there's an underwater cave. The coordinates are seventy four forty. It's under a shipwreck. Uh, uh, it looks a lot like the caves that are over in Vashir. Okay. And yeah. there are NPCs called uh, Arenas, and they walk around and they cry. It kind of looks like Siren backwards, but it's not. But it looks like it is. But it's not. It's more like almost an Sin, Sinar, something like that. So you just kill one of these crying NPCs and they drop a quest item that you can turn in. You have to be level 100 to turn this in, but you get a toy called Ring of Broken Promises. That might be something I would do because yeah. it doesn't require any effort. Not really an effort. Just go over, get it done, and then it's done. Then it's in your toy box. Now, while you're there, um, watch out for warnings on your screen about uh, Moonfang. Now, Moonfang, I will go kill. I've got all of her stuff. I still go enjoying... To, to, to the kill. I'm going to speak it out. I will get this right. Okay. <laughs> no, I do enjoy going over and killing Moonfang. Now, what's the process? What do they announce first? Do you remember what the actual announcement is? No, not offhand. There's something about like, like how you hear something rustling. Yeah. You know, there, there's like some warnings you kind of, you know, that sound ominous and then she spawns. Yeah, I think like you hear a warning about like her pack coming out to prowl or. Yeah. Yeah. And then, she, then they announce it when she's actually out. Um, so she drops two toys. A pet in a temporary mount. Mm-hmm. I've, got, I've had them all. I think I've got them all. Yeah. Um, obviously, I don't have the temporary mount right now. I do recall uh, a hunter friend of ours trying to solo Moonfang. Ooh. Uh, uh, and this is, uh, I don't think, I think this was prior to Warlords of Draenor, actually, when uh, when this was happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> Guessing it didn't end well. No, it did not. No, it did not. <laughs> all right. The other boss is called the Dark Moon Rabbit. Which drops the pet called Dark Moon Rabbit. Still don't have the Dark Moon Rabbit. Well, and it's tricky because it is a hundred percent to drop, but it takes a raid and it's not personal loot. So if it takes twenty people to kill it, only one person it's out of that twenty, 20 is going to win it. Um, it's also a much longer spawn time than Moonfang. Um, like between six and thirty-six hours, basically. Oh wow! So you for, know what? You could look for like. Uh, Rabbit groups, I guess. In, in you should, the, yeah, I haven't used the custom raid finder group for that yet, but I'm going to try that now. Yeah, because I use that a lot in, you know, to not yeah. jungle for the rares and yeah, the champions, just, I mean. So yeah, I bet you rabbit would be up there. I wonder if yeah. it's rabbit. Just look for a rabbit. Rabbit, yep. All right, so let's say that you've killed the world bosses, you've done the games, you've done the achievements, um, you fished enough that you want to fish, and you're getting ready to leave. Uh, make sure you have the Dark Moon Adventure Guide in your bag. If you don't have it in your bag, you can pick it up by... Um, there's a gnome that greets you by the entrance. You can just talk to him and ask for it. And make sure you have the quest called Test Your Strength in Your Log. So having these items in your bag will let you get the rare items that drop off bosses that you can either put in the auction house or turn in for tickets. Right. 
the test your strength through just collecting uh, trophies. Uh, the grizzly trophies, right? The grizzly ears? trophies. Like and I, people. Yeah, something like ears. Iconis ears. I think it only drops when you're in a group. That's what I've noticed lately. I think it used to drop whenever you were um, fighting at level, but now it seems to be just group. But if you have that quest in your log, even when the Darkmoon Fair is over, you can continue to que- collect those grizzly trophies. So if you come in on Darkmoon Fair for one day and you don't make it back before the fair is over, just make sure you keep that quest. You can still continue to collect them and then just turn it in the next time the fair is around. Yeah, I always forget about the, uh, the well, the Grizzly Trophy ones because I don't really do Darkmoon Fair that much, but I always keep the Adventurer's Journal with me because... Well, know. that's gold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those things sell for two, three, four, five hundred gold. Yeah. So. And like I said, we didn't go into detail about all the stuff you can buy with tickets. Because there is just a ton of stuff. Um, the tickets do go into your currency tab. So you're not going to lose them. They do carry over month for month. If you do want to save up. There's pets that you can buy for about 90 tickets. There are mounts you can buy for about 180. Toys. Fun items. And there is a ton of cosmetic items. Mm. Just, um, they came out with these replica items of a vanilla dungeon. Oh, yeah. You can use them just for transmog. They don't have any stats to them, really. Which is how transmog gear should be. Exactly. And typically those are class specific, but then they're also like a fairly new set of like just cosmetic um, items. There's one for a noble or a noble woman's um, finery. Ooh. Where you can just get like a chest piece or a leg piece and kind of transform you into what a Gilnean citizens look like. Oh, so that, yeah, that's yeah, really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. You can also use tickets to upgrade your heirloom gear. Mm-hmm. Since now everything is in a journal, it's really easy to see um, what level the items go up to. So you can just use those tickets, buy an upgrade piece, and upgrade one of your heirloom pieces. So the first time I saw that the heirloom pieces were in a journal, I clicked on one and it, it makes it. It does. And I was like, what? And so I clicked it again and it made another one. I was like, really? And I made like 20. And then I realized, what, what am I doing? <laughs> I <can't, laughs> what are you going to do with 20? You can't do anything with these things. No, you didn't, can't. You know, so I was like. <sighs> you just delete them and then. Yeah. Yeah. Never yeah. more and just make more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's. I do like it as kind of an odd thing to sit there and make gear and then delete it and make it over yeah, again. It's really strange. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> I thought, I'm rich. I'm going to put all this stuff in the auction. Wait, no, I'm not. Wait, no. Of <laughs> course, Freck, you don't want to leave without visiting the carousel and buying a hat. Of right? course. Well, the hat is optional. No, you got to have the hat. Well, if you want the hat, it's 10 tickets. So if you're going to save your tickets, might not want to. Yeah, but definitely just buy a little ride token. Jump on the carousel before you leave. You got that 60-minute wee buff, so um, increase to experience reputation. Unless you die. Unless you die. Which is why you want the hat, because you don't want to go all the way back That's to the dark fair. That's true. But the best time to do this is if you have items that you're waiting to turn in. For example, there are items from the Steam Weedle Preservation Society right. um, that you get the rep when you turn the item in. And there's some other items that give you uh, Aracoa rep. That you can get from the garrison missions. So if you have those items sitting around your bank, um, wait until turn them in until you have that carousel buff, the sure. wee buff. You get that 10% bonus. You get a 10% bonus. So why not? And that one actually works on like your your uh, store or your whatever, your garrison. <laughs> no, training post. Yeah, yeah training yeah, exactly. post. Yeah. <laughs> so I did that um, 
you know, had my woes on not being able to get off the carousel, but we figured that one out. That's cool. Yeah. And I was doing that to turn in um, the rep for the Saber Stalkers and everybody else during this current, you know, everybody gearing up the rep or grinding out the rep rather uh, for the Drain or Pathfinder achievement. So that did help me a lot. I used a heck of a lot of those hats. I think I bought like five hats and I used them all. Nice. Well, I'm glad to see you got some use of the Darkman Fair. For once, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, your guide is very, very good. Well, thank and you. And it does, I'm, I'm intrigued again. Okay. It's not getting quite cool enough outside for me to go. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm thinking now maybe, maybe like, you know, we, we hang out on Vent and. Yeah, maybe, I'm down for that. Maybe I'll do something on there. Plan for it. Put it okay. on my calendar. Put it on my calendar. I'd be like, no, I can't go out hunting. I got to go to the fair today. This is why. So we can get you to do stuff. It's true. Put it on the calendar. Put it on the calendar. If it's not on the calendar, it's not on my mind. No, nope, it's not going to happen. Well, I, mean, I mean, this is, okay, this is real talk. When I get okay. up in the morning, the very first thing I say is, okay, Google, what's on my agenda for today? And it reads my agenda. Ah, I see. So I know, I mean, that's before you even get out of bed. My alarm goes right, off. Right, right. And I have a talking alarm. You heard my alarm. I did. It tells me stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like today is this day and you have to do that. Like get up and go to the gym. You'll feel better. It tells me these things. I'm like, okay, cool. And I say, okay, go what's on my agenda today? And it tells me. So if it says, if I get up in the morning and, and you have permission on one of my calendars to put stuff on my calendar, on the podcast calendar. <laughs> so if I get up in the morning and I say, okay, Google, what's on my agenda today? And it says, you have to go to the Dark Moon Fair. Uh, I'm going to the Dark Moon Fair. So. Oh, I'll put that on it soon. <laughs> yeah, because it's coming up. This is coming up, Darkman Fair. Um, once again, it's always starts on the first Sunday of the month, and it goes for a week. Um, you can't get there other than the portal. It's one of those weird islands. They kind of say it's just it's this mystery place that kind of shows up, and then you can never find it on the map, but you can only get there through a portal. Yeah, almost like an entire civilization running around on the back of a turtle or something. Yeah, something like that. Wouldn't it's that really, be weird? Yeah, it really yeah. would be. Yeah. <laughs> It's not difficult to find them. Like, you can go to your capital cities and look for someone who's got that Dark Moon Fair banner, which looks like that this big eyeball. You can ask for a portal. And then they will take you, not to the Dark Moon Fair, but they'll take you over to uh, Thunder Bluff, where you can then go into the Dark Moon Fair right, portal. Right, right, So it's a portal to the portal. Or Stormwind. Or, or Stormwind, Owen Forest, yeah. I should say. But still, it's a portal to the portal. It's a portal to the portal. Yeah. <laughs> And then to leave, it's very. It's at the end. There's a dock, and uh, on one side is a portal to uh, Horde side, and, and the other side. Yeah, I Orker. just hearted out by that point. Yeah, I normally, to me, I look at okay. There's a portal. Where's that portal go? It goes. Oh, it goes to the capital city. Okay, from there, I could go to, you know, maybe I want to go back over to Pandaland and see if I can get a mount from the Warbringers. So I try to plan my exit strategies accordingly. I see. I'm intrigued, Freckleface. This is a very good guide for a single day at the uh, Dark Moon Fair, which I think I could, I could, I could probably sustain and put up with. All right. Well, don't be surprised if one day soon you find it in a calendar. What's my calendar day, Google? You have Dark Moon for a day. <laughs> That's going to be great. I'm looking forward to that. Making headlines in gaming news. As if a movie about the World of Warcraft isn't enough, there are some rumors, Freckleface, that Universal Studios right here in Orlando, Florida, 
might be planning to add another theme park to its Universal Orlando Resort, including rides and attractions based on the World of Warcraft. And that's pretty exciting to me. That's about the most exciting thing I've heard in a long time. So Universal Studios is about 20 minutes from my house. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it is kind of cool. They are getting rid of uh, some of their uh, other properties, Wet and Wild, which is a very large water park here in Orlando. They're getting rid of that. Universal owns them. They're getting rid of that because they are uh, setting up their own water park inside of Universal Studios. In addition to this rumor, uh, they are also rumored to put, putting in something with Nintendo, probably in that same park. So they're, they're, they're going after a different demographic than the other parks in this area. Universal did phenomenally well with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. You know, and and that was basically a conversion of an already existing area. They had they had already had the roller coaster, dueling dragons, and they renamed it to something else. And now it's I guess it's a broomstick race or something. Yeah, that was really cool. I think everybody I know has got pictures up somewhere of them drinking butter beer. Oh yeah. Just ridiculously I, good. It is. I you know, this is a weird thing being that it's 25 minutes away or so from the house. I've never been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those things where it's 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 different when you live in the area. For us it's like okay, it's there. I'll I'll do it sometime. Yeah, I do it sometime, yeah. And it's like, "Oh, it's too hot." It's too hot. It's yeah. going to be too crowded. You know, I'll go a different time, I, you know. I don't have my free tickets yet. <laughs> there's, always, <laughs> there's always something, you know, because you you know somebody is going to give you a hookup for a free ticket to some of the, one of the theme parks. Being that I used to actually work at one point in my life for both Disney and for uh, SeaWorld, yeah, it's very easy to get free yeah. tickets. Now, Universal is currently co-producing the World of Warcraft uh, movie, the Duncan Jones one. Uh, so that's coming out, of course, in 2016. We all know that. And so it stands to reason that may take some of that leverage of that property or that intellectual property and spin that into a, a nice little attraction here. Yeah. In which case, I, I will be getting... We've talked every year, every like every year around Christmas, my, when my wife and I sit down and go, is this the year we get the, the season passes, the Universal? And we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talk to the kids, they're like, eh. Yeah. So we don't do it. But if the World of Warcraft is there, <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Well, not only will we have uh, season passes to that, but uh, we'll see if we can't finagle something for the do the show. You know, we'll raise our podcast flag as if that, you know, carries a lot of water. You know, hey, you know, we uh, we record a a podcast. That means we're we're press, right? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) No, it just means you. (laughs) Oh, goodness. But But like I said, it's just a rumor, but very exciting rumor. it is it, to me. It's, it, it's it's got a lot of. It's plausible, right? It is plausible that this was going to happen. So, but we'll definitely keep our ear to the ground on this one to keep everybody up to date on this because I think that's I think it's worthwhile. So, if you're going to be visiting, uh, know that I I have a room at the house, guest room, you know, with a queen size bed in it, and we're twenty ish minutes away. So, hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) Not guaranteeing anything, but, you know, we'll see what goes on. Want to give a quick thank you to all you kind folks out there who have been using our Amazon link 
it's over to hearthcast.com slash Amazon, or if you just go over to hearthcast.com, there is an Amazon icon there you can click. That takes you right on over to the Amazon site, and everything else works just as normal. You shop, you spend your money, you get your stuff, and a little bit of that money that you spent comes back our way and helps us out to offset some of the costs that we incur on a monthly basis for putting a show together. So thank you so much for doing your shopping through our Amazon link. Hey, Blizz, here's an idea for you. See what I'm tired of seeing? What are you tired of seeing? That I have a 100% increase to honor. <laughs> right? Yeah, or, or you, you have the ability to go get more conquest points or something. Yeah. Because that really helps me out as a non-PVPer. Does it make you want a PVP? It doesn't. I don't like useless buffs. I really don't. If if now I know the dude sitting over there, my garrison, right? I've seen him sitting down the bum. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bum. He hangs out. Wait, he gives you the quest. Yeah, he's like yeah. squatting down. He's a squatter. What's he doing there? Okay, well the other day he's like, you know what? If you go back and do this this time walking thing, I'll give you some. I'll give you some some hookup or whatever he gave me. Right, right. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go do the time walking stuff. I liked him then. And then I get this crazy buff. I'm like, where's that coming from? What, what, what is this honor? And then, then he's squatting up my garrison. I go talk to him. I'm like, what are you doing? Give me some timeless stuff and time walking stuff. No. No, he's like, go, go do battlegrounds. I'm like, no, get out of my garrison. <laughs> and he won't leave. I, I don't like it. Here's the thing. If, if I'm going to do that, great. Give me the buff. I'll, let, me, let me accept the quest and then give me the buff. If I don't ever accept that quest, don't give me the buff. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, I think it's there to try to encourage you. I think all of them are trying to encourage you to do different activities. The increase to pet battle experience, the increase to honor and conquest points. But, you know, when you log on, you're like, huh, that's cool. I'm not going to do that. See, you want to be done with it. Forced motivation doesn't work on me. Nope. It has the opposite effect on me. Right now, when I do the champions, the four champions over in, in Tanan Jungle, I use the group finder to find them. Sometimes I end up in a PvP realm. Sometimes I end up killing the opposite faction. I'm seeing, or someone in my party is killing opposite faction, and I'm getting, you know, HK private, you know. Great. Let me kill this mob and get off of the server as fast as possible. <laughs> you know, now, admittedly, sometimes I have, like, you know, seen a member of the opposite faction's health kind of low, and I will go finish them off just because why not? Bonus points. Right. You know, and there's no risk to me. <laughs> I'm not a PvPer. I'm not going to go PvP. If I go into a battleground, I'm going to do more harm to everybody else around me than I am. I'm not going to do any good there. I want to be a target. You see, yelled at. Number one, I'm a, I'm a goblin, right? It's worse when I was a gnome on the alliance side because that's automatic target. Everybody kills the gnome first, regardless. And I, mean, I think I think goblins have that same, you know, uh, stigma to them from the, from the alliance. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Kill the little guy. <laughs> But yeah, if I'm going to, I don't know what to do in a battleground. I don't know where to go in a battleground. I follow people around and then I die. And then when I come back to life, I find somebody else to follow around. And then we either win or lose and I have no idea what happened. And someone's like, well, you need to go capture the, you know, I don't know. Sawmill, is that a thing? Was that somewhere? Uh, There's a lumber mill, I think. Lumber mill, yeah. Okay, Rathy Basin, lumber. Yeah, go to the lumber mill. Where's the lumber mill? Look on your map. You look on the map. I'm dead. <laughs> so no, not my thing. I don't like having force buffs. So yeah, a little bit of a baby rant. But I, if look, if there's a buff to be given, great. Let me go accept that buff. 
do you know, okay, in your garrison right now, there's that big uh, monolith thing right out by your flight master. And you go to it and you can right click and it's got like six blessings you can choose from. Oh, true. That's a choice. Right? That's a choice. Okay, give me the choice to accept above. It's not forced on me. Give me the choice. That's all. It should be easy. Well, I think it's applicable to all level characters, not just level 100. So it wouldn't necessarily have to be tied to the garrison. You know, but they have that journal now, the guide. It's just have it pop up when it's a special weekend and be like, hey, did you know you can get extra honor this weekend? Okay, cool. Yeah, sweet. That's all you need. Or, okay, if, if there's some dude, you know, somewhere in the game that could send me an email that says, hey, you know, drink this potion for, you know, yeah. <laughs> extra. Or, or check it out. Then you could, like, sell it on the auction house or something. Or, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Well, no, no, no. silver. Well, I get what the the problem is. Like, there's no point of having a buff if everybody has the buff. Then it doesn't mean anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you can't lose it when you die, if it doesn't matter where you are or what level you are, then it's not really a buff. It's just a state. Exactly. It's like when you fly around in in Pandaria and you get that blazing whatever. Yeah. Buff the summer blaze or summer eve. No, that's not it. Um, (laughs) Whatever. Um, But it pops up. You're like, okay, I got that. Nice. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Because it comes up all the time. I'm proving your point. When you see something that happens all the time that is applicable for everybody, no matter what, you tend to not pay attention to it. That's true. Kind of like the time with Sile debuff. It was like, you can't fly here. Okay. <laughs> I get you. Get you. Can't yeah. fly here. Go away. <laughs> it's not going to go away. It's not going to go away. So, yeah, Blizz, maybe find another way to send those buffs out to us let us choose to uh, accept that buff or not or at least dismiss it don't make it a buff just make it a, just a visual hey you get extra stuff this weekend cool that's all you need you don't need a buff or just you know, make the icon invisible kind of like they do with Something. the um the, the thing we get right now for uh, uh the saber tooth guys when we go down and fight the three guys you can get the, the apexis crystal thing right the, oh, the king of the jungle. The king of the jungle. Yeah, it doesn't show up on your thing. It's it doesn't just even there. so often it pops up, but you know, uh. then it goes away. Yeah. So something like that. That would be really, really cool. Thank you, Blizzard. Want to give a special shout out to Garrett. Thanks for the fun game of Hearthstone, and I uh, hope you play again soon. Want to thank all of you who follow us on Twitter and interact with us there. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your comments, questions, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastbreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. Visit our website, hearthcast.com, for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface. I love this